our theme for this week is great white shark mode. So. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Being committed versus being complacent. That is it, Theodis, for this Monday morning. This is the journey of constant evolution. And this is what I love about Monday mornings. Connie, Andy, Danny, Ken, Wesley, Steve, Juan, Kim, you guys here, say good morning. This is a screenshot because in the next like three minutes, we're going to have like three times as many people jump in on a Monday morning. I love it, right? For those of you who are here, right? Jen, who just, just snuck in as I'm giving shout outs. Kim, awesome. I love it. Welcome to Monday morning. Every time I have a... Uh, a chance to chat with Theodis and Theodis is going to run this one because we were talking about, all right, what are we going to do this morning on a Monday? He's like, I got it. I got it. The, the journey of constant evolution and given what's going on in our marketplace right now. And you know, what's funny. I, this podcast is being recorded. This could be three years from now. And I can make that statement given what's going on in this marketplace, right? right. And people are always going to connect it to whatever's going on in their life. But really, truly, those of you who are sitting here in March uh, of 2021, it's a wacky market, right? It's an interesting market. So Theodas, where do you want to start this thing with the being committed versus being complacent, the journey of constant evolution? Well, first of all, I want to say good morning to everybody. And also, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting with Jesse this morning at 515 uh, during our accountability call. And our theme for this week is great white shark mode. So if there's something that you want to go after this week, just picture, picture a great white shark when it goes after that big hunk of bait on the, on the big old hook. And what happens to its eyes as its mouth opens up all the way, they roll back and all you see is the whites and they take a big old, big old fat chomp on it. So that's the thing for this week. All right, you guys. I love it. And you, and you know, it's funny. It was you, me, Ken Kratz, Michael Henry is there at 5.15 AM California. Right. And I noticed the energy. It was like, a, I mean, it was like a 10 minute call at 5 a.m. And over the course of the 10 minutes from the beginning, we're all like waking up. Cause Theodos and I were literally like rubbing sleep out of our eyes. By yeah. the end of 10 minutes, we're like, let's, yeah, come on, let's do this. Like we weren't trying to pump each other. We just did. It was fun. Anyway, I love it. Yeah. So basically what I wanted to touch on just a personal experience and how like, for me, like being committed to this one thing had set me on the path of persistent, constant evolution. And before I, you know, before I uh, made the journey and switching over to uh, being a real estate agent, a real estate broker, I was in the trades. I was a building trade sheet metal worker. And uh, I remember getting into the trades after I dropped out of college. And, you know, in college, instead of going to class, I decided to hug trees and smoke trees and grow dreads to about here. And um, that led me on a path to, I didn't know where I wanted to do, so I got into the trades. And in the trades, you know, that's where I grew up. That's where I learned that, you know, early was on time, on time was late, and late was unacceptable. And also that's when I was introduced to a lot of the old timers, like things that they used to do back in the trades now, 
probably people would get sued for these days. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was real common for someone to lift up their hand. You see my fingers, you know, uh, they're not giving me the bird. It's just they're missing fingers because they cut them off at some point when they were, you know, working in the shop. And I remember my uh, one of my mentors, Mike Piccini, big old Italian dude, big old biceps, long ponytail, gel, gel, house, gel house tattoos. And he could barely read and write, but he could build anything. And this is one of the guys who saw me, grabbed me, literally grabbed me by my neck and, and showed me how to survive in trades. So in the trades, I learned how to build these amazing things. I went from college dropout, I made, you know, worked my way up through the podium, through, um, through the to podium toll in, in the trades, became a journeyman. And I was so proud to be a tradesman. Well, here I am, excited to be able to retire at 52. That was my thinking at the time. Wow, I get to retire at 52 years old. Well, fast forward, I will be 52 in five years. I'm like, wow, what if I would have stayed? You know what I mean? And but one thing I was committed to at the time, I finally got into trade. To, you know, I'm responsible member of society. I'm, I got sober. I put the booze down. I have a family. I have two houses. I'm 29 years old. Then I make the decision to change careers because one thing that the trades was was not giving me was quality time with my family. And I felt like more like a paycheck than I did a husband or a dad. And I spent a lot of my weekends even working, either working overtime or pass out on the couch licking my wounds because I just got my you know what kick because I've been on this job that was just super high pressure. So the reason I'm you know sharing that with you is because in order for me to make that transition from you know, the trades to being a, you know, a self-employed individual, I was committed to providing a better, uh, a healthier, more loving environment for my family. Now, people from the outside looking in were saying, hey, Theodis, what are you doing? What do you mean? You're a journeyman. You got two houses. You, you're crazy for leaving, right? And even though in that moment that may have been that may have been true, looking from the outside in, people thought I was crazy for leaving. I believed that I was crazy if I didn't leave. So learning how to listen to my heart and learning to learning how to listen to the to my intuition, saying, "Theodis, yeah, you could stay here and retire." you know, at age 52 and everything will be all right. You got everything all figured out. You'll probably be a foreman. You'll probably be a superintendent. You can go that route. You can go the complacent route, meaning that you got it all figured out. All you have to do is just keep showing up and eventually you'll be 52 and you're retired. And I came to that crossroads where mm, I just felt like there was more and I was willing to take that risk to put down, to, to leave what seemed to be all in order, what seemed to, you know, something I could be proud of to, to basically start over from scratch. And in doing that, it's constantly uh, put me in a position where, I, you know, there's just no finish line. 
I think that's the, one of the best ways to put it. There, there is no freaking finish line. And, you know, being uncomfortable is an understatement. And also it's like you get, I get used to the fact that, you know what, I'm not going to never have this figured out. I'm, I'm not going to never, you know, uh, reach a finish line, but it's not like it's some kind of burden or a curse. It's just me understanding and having the mindset that, wow, life can be very, very exciting if I'm continuing to pursue how can I get better? And how can I get better doesn't mean like, you know, it could mean business-wise, whatever, but I mean, just with the little things, like how can I, you know, practice kindness at a higher level? Um, how, how can I, you know, build my relationship with my 17-year-old and my 22-year-old? You know, how can I, you know, after being with, you know, my wife for 25 years and married for 20 years, what can I do to enhance that relationship? So basically what I'm, you know, the way I'm building my life is not to settle just because things are going fine, if that makes sense. It, it, it does. And I love it because I, I'm, I'm watching Theodos. I don't know how many of you guys are friends with Theodos on Facebook, but I'm watching your closings. I'm watching it, right? I mean, you, you, you and your wife, you guys are on fire. And in this challenging market, you guys are, are doing great. But I love the energy that you're bringing to it. And I think part of it comes from this question you're asking yourself is how can you continue to improve? Just even if you ask it at every little level, it carries over to the big stuff too. Is that what you're finding? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and sometimes we're in our society, you know, success is unfortunately, especially in real estate, you know, industry, a lot of success is measured by how many homes our agent is closing or what award, or, you know, lifetime award or diamond award or platinum award or, you know, all these ways to measure a person's like success. But when you really look at like what success is, is it about the amount of money you have? Or is it about the quality of your relationships? Is it both? Like, what is the, the ratio of formula that, you know, determines one's success? And I think that for me, I realized that, and I think I mentioned this before, that I'm a part of the 1% club. I got these 1% boxes that I keep checking off. Like, how many people uh, drop out of college you know, get into the trades, quit the trades, get into real estate and still have a, you know, a productive, amazing career 16 layers at 16 years after doing that while being clean and sober. I mean, it's like, I have to slow down and say, hey, Theodis, you didn't just, just add water and go, you know, voila, you know, and it's, those are the things that are, I think, are really important for us to just recognize, like, what are we doing right in our lives right now, rather than I'm not going to be happy until I achieve that over there. I love that. Like, what if you guys pause right now? I see some of you guys, if you're taking notes, what are you doing? What if you pause and wrote down three things that are working well in your life? And what if three times today you paused, you had a little timer that went off and you wrote down three things that are working well in your life. I think that would reset your energy and what you bring into the day, right? The, the amount of gratitude that I hear from you, Theodos, is pretty amazing. And I do, I mean, I've always tried to deconstruct Theodos, which is funny because he's like, don't, don't take me apart, man. I'm good at, no. But like, I'm, because from the outside, I, wa I, I watch him and his wife who are an incredible partnership and I'm trying to figure out exactly how do you do what you do? 
And I think that's part of it, it's come down to it because of the journey you've been on and because of this desire for constant evolution, which ties into that, uh, um, which ties into that, uh, you know, just that set of gratitude. Zach just asked us on the chat box, got me distracted and said, how did you guys meet? Um, we originally met, the and I met back in the, uh, the last downturn of the market when there was all those REOs. I think probably just met at a, at a conference, right? Yeah, we, we met at a conference and I remember being a little hesitant because that was my first time going out to hang out. And, you know, we were in, we're in Vegas and, you know, I didn't drink and I figured there'd be a lot of partying. And I remember Jesse didn't drink either at the time or, you know, and I was like, Phew. you know, it was like a place <laughs> I can like, feel safe. And yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That was it. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me see. There was another thing that I wanted to touch on. It was like, um, yeah, just like, how do we measure our success? And we all have like, even, you know, there's another thing that comes to my mind. There's never too late to start, but it's always too late to late, to wait. And it's always too late to wait, never too late to start. So if there's something that's going on in your world and you know that you've been putting it off for a long time or you figure, well, I'm, I'm this age, I can't do it. It's not too late. You know, who in the hell told us it's too late to go after something that, you know, we've always wanted, but for whatever reason, we just keep, keep putting it on the back burner. And for me, that's where, you know, that's where I'm at right now. It's like, wow, I could have stayed complacent in the trades and in five years being able to retire but here I am, I made a total career change and did it with my wife. And at 52, I now plan on, I'm sure I'll be doing an Ironman or something in Hawaii at, at 52 years old. You know what I mean? If I would have stayed in the trades, mind you, in the trades, we used to eat off the Roach Coach every day. That's the lunch truck, but we call it the Roach Coach. And I couldn't even tell you what was in those breakfast burritos. Uh, maybe like three day old hash browns with some stuff that like look like bacon or what about the steak fajita? You know, it's like <laughs> I was eating on that stuff and I was smoking cigarettes. So you can just imagine right now what I would look like you know, on this call had I stayed in the trades. And instead, because I made that decision that, you know what, I'm going to have an amazing relationship with my family, no matter what people say or think my life should look like in their eyes. Um, yes. So I, I, I just highly recommend to, you know, don't follow the crowd, follow your heart and, you know, and connect with people who understand that journey. And, and in terms of that, Theodis, because we're always talking about you know, new strategies and things you want to implement in your real estate business. At the same time, if you're looking at your business going, I don't even know what to implement first. Do you think if someone does something in their personal life, in their recreation, in their whatever, something they've been, right, that whole idea, it's, what is it? It's always too late to wait. I didn't write it down fast enough. It's never, it's never oh, too late. It's, it's never too late to start. Always too late to wait. It's always too late to wait, right? So if you take something in your life that you've been looking at, like, ah, I'm I should do this. Have you found like when you, we've talked about this a bunch of times on here, but when you, when you took on the journey of, of like learning to swim and then swimming from Alcatraz, that impacted your business, right? Would you recommend that people take on something outside of real estate in order to impact their business? Absolutely. I would say if there's something that scares the out of you, look it up, call it up, go, go after it. 
I'm telling you, it's it, it will unlock one of your your superpower. You know, it will unlock your cheat code, and I I, I highly recommend it. Some you know our industry is so like we want to grow your business. Like here's a plan to grow your business. Let's grow it. Like like whoa 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 whoa. You know sometimes that hyper focus just totally like works against us. Go do something over there. Go get good at something else and bring that confidence to whatever was, you know, has had you hesitant in your business. And you'd be surprised. You bring some momentum from a few little things that has nothing to do with your business into your business. Now, you know, you've, you've created a force that's hard to stop. All right. So I got a question for you. And if you got more bullet points that don't let me take you off course, but I'm just curious mm-hmm. is, is momentum fragile? Like when you were building these little victories from somewhere else, do you find that like once you got it going, it just kept going? Did you have to reset yourself a lot of times? How did, how did that work for you? Oh, yeah. Actually, I just came off a reset, you know, this past week. I was having a hard time. Like, um, I don't know what I was having a hard time with. I was just in a bad, not in a bad place, but in a place where, you know, my ju- I just wasn't excited. You know, I was kind of slumped. I wasn't up. I wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't just, I was reactive, not proactive. And sometimes that happens when we burn the candles on both ends, you know, for too long without just stopping and doing nothing. You know, sometimes we just need to do nothing. Um, And that's a momentum, momentum killer when we go too hard, too fast without resetting. But yes, momentum is fragile, especially if um, it's not consistent. A lot of times we have momentum and we make the, the assumption that it's going to be there later, maybe even later in the day. And sometimes when it comes and it goes. So I think it's just really important to recognize when we have it and just strap our seat, seat belts on and just go for it until it burns out. I love it. I love it. All right. Do you have more bull? I didn't want to take you off course there though. You got, you got more, more you want to cover? Well, just the power of that one decision. I mean, I think we all have, well, it can be multiple decisions, but I can't tell you what that is, you know, for you guys, but we all have that one decision that for whatever reason is somewhere on the shelf, might be in the closet, might be in your trunk. It might be buried somewhere, you know, uh, there, there's something that for whatever reason, we just keep putting it off. And, or it's because, you know, maybe our circle thinks we're crazy for following it. Maybe, you know, we look up to someone and they're, te- they're questioning it. And what I found out on my journey is when I'm going for something and people around me don't understand it and they talk, try to talk me out of it, is because I'm bringing up stuff for them that they are not willing to look at or they're not ready to look at. So if I take it on, that's going to be like, whoa, whoa, don't do that because I'm going to have to do it too. So just be careful when you start getting that feedback, like, wow, that person or they're not supporting me. It's just maybe they're not ready for you to to explore that because that means they might have to look in the mirror. So just keep that in mind. I love it. Imagine, Theodis, what would happen with this group if everyone on Zoom right here, right now, chose one thing to commit to, like all in this week. Imagine what would happen to the energy dynamic, whether it be in their business or out of their business or anything. 
I, I'm watching Nate smile when I say it. Like, like really picture that, guys. Look at look at your screen. Look at if everybody on this screen here was like, all right, I'm picking my one thing. You don't have to tell anyone. You want to tell us? Great. You just wrote it down and you committed all in, right? If you came and joined us late, we were talking about this is Shark Week. This is Shark Week where you're going to take back, you get a piece of your energy, you can take it on. Imagine if you just picked that for the week. What would happen? It'd be pretty cool, right? I think it'd be wild. Everybody be dancing on tables. We'd be doing all kind of stuff. I'm serious. Look, everybody, I see some smiles there. Like, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Just just even thinking about it, that's the whole thing, guys. When you when you use that part, when you say imagine, right? When your brain starts to go there, when you really start to visualize it, even just sitting here without taking any action, notice how your energy shifted. Those of you who really thought about it, do you feel yourself start to smile? Do you feel yourself start to shift? Just thinking about that commitment is enough to start positioning you in a different place to take it on. Like that's it's really that it's it's that subtle and that quick that that happens. It's pretty cool. And, and if it brings up fear, great. Yes, it's supposed to, right? It's like it's supposed to. If you thought about like, whoa, whoa, no, I don't want to think about that. It's supposed to bring up fear, you know, because that's actually where like on the other side of fear, what they say on the other side of fear is gold or, or a gift or whatever it is. It's always on the other side. But we want to sometimes it's, it's so comfortable to be complacent. And it's cozy and it's. And it's comfortable until it's uncomfortable, right? Um, but I'm, you know, it's just amazing. Like the weather has been amazing. I'm like, dude, we're supposed to be in weather in, in winter time and the sun is out and it feels warm on my face. And it makes me think about when I was in the trades. Here's an example of being in the trades and, and learning and growing up in the trades. Have any of you guys ever been cussed out before? Like cussed out? You know, I, I remember getting cussed out multiple times because, you know, we do stupid stuff when we're in the 20s and you deserve it. But, uh, you know, being cussed out and literally feeling the saliva droplets on your face, right? Just, and you just got to take it because, you know, if you take that person and slam them on their collarbone, um, that you're going to be in window E and you won't be able to feed your family, right? So you take it. Fast forward to real estate, I see so many agents getting bent out of shape because of an email. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Like, um, I didn't like the tone of the email. Really? And you about to get paid 3% on a $900,000 property and you complaining about an email? Like, I just don't get it, right? So I have that reference that helps me like, keep a healthy perspective on like what sucks and you know what is something that you know we're not going to even worry about you think about it i used to have foreman with a small man compact complex all up in my grill telling me like what to do with not just what the work but with my life like like dude what are you doing <laughs> and then now you know we're in real estate and then people complain about the silliest things. And I'm just like, come on, people. Seriously, like, come on, people. It's all good right now. If we're not, if we're not, you know, happy, we're not smiling, uh, it's not the market fault. Uh, it's not who's in the White House. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. I love it.
Sorry for that rant, but I just had to get that. I love it, dude. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. Everything you ever, I just Googled the quote, by the way, everything you ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. Everything you ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. Um, There's so many good pieces that I I just find that for me, I got to reset myself on a regular basis. Like that's Mm -hmm. normal. I just want you all to know that's normal. Those of you who are like, I get myself going, then I stop. I get myself going, then I'm stopped. Raise your hand if you're like, that's me. I get myself going, then I stop. Okay, you are normal. That is what that is human beings. That is what happens. And so the fact that you reset yourself, the reason we do these things on a daily basis, the reason why I'm always filling my head with stuff, the audience is filling his head, we're surrounding ourselves with people like you guys, right? The reason why we're doing this is because you have to reset yourself sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day, sometimes once a week, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea. That's just human. That's what we're doing. So get, take the next few minutes and get clear on what's your, do you, do you ever look at like your big goals and your small goals, Theodis, your big rocks and little rocks? Do you start your week and you say, all right, here's what I'm committed to for the week? Or do you just have it so ingrained that like, it's just going at this point? How, how do you, how do you kind of focus this all together? Well, actually, I have to read it every day because I got the, you know, I'm human. I got that shiny object syn- syndrome too, SOS. Ooh, ooh, look at that. Ooh, 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 right? So if I'm not looking at it every day, I, I have to program this every day because there's so much stuff that pulls me away from, you know, what I'm committed to every day that I have to practice, build that muscle every day so that it becomes, my lifestyle becomes my goal or my vision. You know, it's not like a to-do list. It's just what I do is taking me in, in the direction of what I'm reading every day as far as my my vision and my short and my long-term goals. I love it guys. So if you are wanting a little extra accountability, right? Drop whatever you're committed to into the agent power huddle, Facebook group, right? Put it in the group, tag someone. That's the best way to, to start to, to really commit to something. If you are looking at the difference between being committed or being complacent. I think once you start to tell people that makes that big shift, that really does help. Um, tomorrow morning on agent power huddle, we're going to have my friend, a uh, few of you guys know him, uh, Tim Ray, who's from Kansas City. Um, we're going to get a little more strategic tomorrow morning talking about he's been having some good success with off-market uh, deals, finding listings. I mean, same challenges we all have in our markets. Um, going to get a little strategic on that. But uh, Theodis, we have a couple minutes left, so you want to pull this all together. Um, if you're really looking at this journey of constant evolution and the difference between being committed and being complacent, what do you, you want to leave people with today? I just, well, well, complacent falls, complacent and interested are pretty much the same thing, you know, so being committed, committed or being interested slash complacent. I just want to say that, look, if you're just interested or complacent about where your situation is right now, don't even come to party. Like, don't even fake like you want to get better. Don't even act, don't even like sign up for some coaching program and give them your money and do absolutely nothing with it. This give up your seat and let someone else take the seat to the road to, you know, a, a better place. I mean, let's just call it what it is. I'm not going to say, well, if you, you need to do this and then you'll do that. And then if you do this, you'll do that. No, if you're not committed, just, just stop. Just go, go somewhere else. Like don't even show up. I'm just being real with you because if someone doesn't tell us that 
it's going to be easy for us to lie to ourselves and half-ass it and, and play around when we're really just complacent and interested in, in, in evolving. But if you're committed, ha that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother party. So let's, let's all get on that, you know, get on that train. I love it. Sorry, I was trying to queue up music quickly. I was, uh, I, I, I love it, guys. This is, I hope you, uh, thank you for being here on a Monday. Those of you who are here, look around at the screen right now. You are the committed. I really, truly tell you guys, the fact that you are here shows me that level of commitment. I hope you're smiling to yourself. I hope you're feeling like, yeah, like I got this, right? This is Monday, the start of our week. Let's have some fun tomorrow. We're getting strategic doing with some off-market properties. Uh, guys, Theodis, thanks for being here. This is fun, man. Right on. Hey. Good to see all you guys. Have a good day. Bye, guys. All right, you guys take care. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.